0: This is episode 239 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guests, Vanessa Guerrero and Elijah Taylor. Plus, restaurateur Melvin Spoon stops by. All of this and delicious eats only on Bleak and Review. Welcome back to the Bleak and Review podcast. I am Kevin Anderson, the host of it. Coming to you from a very disgusting day in North Hollywood, California. For it is randomly 93 degrees. In the midst of an April that was mostly chilly to the extent where, you know, jackets were a must. And then, you know, because our uh, planet is falling apart, it was randomly 93 degrees today, which is pretty hot for, I mean, whatever. It's getting towards May. It's not like the weird time to be hot, but this also happened in February. So, (laughs) so junk science no more. Maybe we should do something about that. But I'm not here to talk to you about global warming. I'm here to talk to you about why today is particularly disgusting. For minutes before this recording, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk, non-binary, sorry, I had a little vocal slip there, non-binary folk, there was a plumbing issue in my building. Now, I had a feeling that there might be a plumbing issue going on because earlier this week there was some, uh, some residue on the bottom of my shower, randomly, like somebody had potted a plant in there and it was covered in soil is kind of the vibe I would describe it looking like either that. I I assumed it was either that or my roommate had taken the filthiest shower, but he's not one to be caked in filth like that, nor to leave a mess behind like that. So I assumed something was going on with the plumbing and I had all of my suspicions confirmed merely moments ago when I was outside in the back patio having myself a little smoke before the recording. Noticed a lot more flies buzzing around than usual, and I assumed that this was because the back patio has a lot of shade and it's still hot, and, you know, the flies are seeking refuge in the shade from the unbearable heat. Human and insect struggling side by side. We're all in this together, folks. Uh, It wasn't until um, further inspection that I realized it was not the heat or the lack thereof that was attracting the bugs? No, it was a veritable mountain of shit in toilet paper that had exploded out of the ground. Yeah. It was one of those moments when I was, um... not aware of how close I was to a gross thing. Mere feet away. Kind of like a scuba diver who takes a picture of themselves not realizing that a great white shark is looming just behind them. It was the, uh poop equivalent of that. The stanky... Is this like a stanky shark? It was like a stanky shark situation, which is maybe the episode title. We'll find out. (laughs) We'll see if we get something better, because I have not recorded the second half of this episode yet, or the second two-thirds. We're doing this one all in a row, because it's being recorded on the day before it comes out. The good news is that I've already informed my landlord, and he was promptly like, oh, shit, sorry. Well, I'm going to get a plumber right away. Which is... um, bless him you no know, landlords these landlords that i have experienced in my life up until this point maybe not the best about this kind of stuff and usually just people that like to collect money and not give a fuck this guy's pretty good he hasn't raised my rent and he is responsive to when old faithful the poo version explodes from the soil previous places I've lived, have not been so great. I remember uh, when I lived in Culver City, California, had uh, some pretty significant water damage in my shower under the ceiling to the point where like, whenever I would go into the bathroom in the morning to take a shower, I would expect to find a few chunks of drywall and plaster and whatnot from the roof that had fallen, creating an ever-growing, gaping maw. In the ceiling directly above the shower. So I always had to clean that out. Asked the landlord if he could fix it. Because it's clearly water damage. And he said, yeah, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll take care of it when you're at work tomorrow. I was like, great. And I come home from work the next day. And he has replaced the shower head. Which I didn't ask to do. That thing was working fine. He's replaced the shower head and the hole is still there. And I don't know if he ever fixed it. I lived there for like two years or something. And I remember that happened pretty early on in year one. And I don't know if it ever got resolved. I was probably charged for it on the way out, cleaning uh, cleaning fees and whatnot. You know your uh, security deposit. I probably lost some of it because of that. Even though I, I think it was one of those situations where I just wanted to cut ties with the motherfucker and just be gone. So I like took those hits in the security deposit, which is kind of how they work, right? Like that's the idea. Is like, all right, so you're gonna give me an extra month's rent up top so I can fuck you over. When you desperately try to leave because I don't give a shit about you, basically it's a inconvenience fee for you. Just depends on what it's worth to you. Like, is it worth uh, is one hundred and fifty dollars worth you having to deal with your landlord more? It depends on your landlord, and in most of my cases in the past, it has not been worth it because they're either unresponsive, live in a different city, or both. Had another one when I lived in East LA that. uh, Just said, yep, there's nothing I can do about the ants. Not going to do that. He also lived on the property, too. That guy was crazy. I don't know if I've talked about him on the podcast, really. And that's basically all I'm going to talk about for the rest of this intro, I think. Because he's fucking nuts. I was like 23 when I moved in there. He was in his 40s. He lived in the back house. So not really any sense of privacy. He would sometimes just come in to the house to, like, tinker with shit. Just, like, barge in without telling anybody. Which I didn't care for that. It's like, I didn't move in here to be your roommate. I, I assume that since you're a landlord, you know, I would pay you rent and you'd fuck off. <laughs> but he also like tried to get me to bring women over all the time. He was like, yeah, bring some young girls over. We'll hang out in this back patio. I was like, bro, they're you're like 20 years older than me. That's shady as hell. He also openly admitted to hiding money from the government, which like good on him. But uh, that's how I ended up paying cash. Paying rent in cash for uh, the first year or so of my uh, my existence in Los Angeles. I always got receipts. I always made him write up receipts for him. I yeah, either would quick pay him on Chase or I would pay him in cash. Because, and he just openly said, like yeah, I'm just hiding money from the government. I was like, all right, well, good luck with that. I hope it works out for you, truly. Weird guy. Weird guy. I guess you got to be kind of weird to be a landlord, huh? It's a, it's a tricky relationship, you know. You're you're entrusting your property to people who, you know, can be anyone. They could do anything. They could be totally normal people. Or they could be psychos who, like, punch holes in the wall and carve, like, fucking divots into the glass countertops or glass tables to do cocaine out of the rivets. Which is, like, a thing Sam Kinison used to do, apparently. Which means that he was definitely getting glass in his nose when he did cocaine. Seems excessive, Sam. But you're dead, so whatever. I guess you just have to assume everyone's the worst, right? Probably not. I don't think they think about it that much. I think, as long as I think some of them, as long as they get their money, they don't give a shit. And they'll just charge you later if they need to. Is it evident that I had nothing in the news that I wanted to talk about this week? There's <laughs> not really. I mean, there's been more shootings and more cop stuff. And like that's going to happen every week, though. And I can't make the podcast Kevin talks about cop murders. Like I don't want that to be the whole thing. It's on my mind a lot, but. You know, we all need a break every once in a while. If you're militant all the time, then you get burnt out and you're ineffectual to the cause, is what I believe. So, instead we're talking about shit pipes, ants, and everything in between. <laughs> and I'm sure that's what's going to come up here on the podcast because this is going to be fun. We have not recorded it, we will be recording it soon in mere minutes. But to you, it all it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's all the same to you. Why am I telling you about my process? But on the episode today, we have returning friend of the show Vanessa Gritton and new-timer, t- new t- new new-timer, <laughs> new-time first-time guest on the show, Elijah Taylor. They're great. They're married. And that's their credits that they gave me on a piece of paper. So I don't know what you want from me. No, they have a great podcast called Kicking and Screaming, which is also on Patreon. You can check that out. Dear friend of mine and friend of this show and co-host of mine with the Fun Hinged podcast over on the Bleak and Review Patreon, patreon.com slash Interview Hollis Black, has written some cool articles for their Patreon over there as well. So go check out Kicking and Screaming. Go check out Bleak and Review Patreon, where I've been writing myself, because there's been a bit of a podcast hiatus over there, but we will be back next week. More on that at some point. But I have been writing some stuff. I took it upon myself to do a movie review challenge of every single X-Men movie. And I'm going to write my raw, silly, snarky thoughts down for each movie. I've done four of them so far. By the time this comes out, uh, I think first X Men First Class will be up soon this weekend or something. So enjoy that if you want. Go over there, Patreon.com/slash/Bleak and Review, and continue to stick around for the rest of this episode of Bleak and Review with Vanessa Gritton and Elijah Taylor. Oh, and also after that, I forgot to mention um, I'm going to have to go. I do have a hard out tonight, unfortunately. But Vanessa and Elijah have agreed to they've agreed to host for me in my absence, while we bring on a, a restaurateur of sorts named Melvin Spoons. And I'm very excited to hear about that later, because I will not be there, unfortunately. But, you know, enjoy. Bleak and Review Podcast! Blah, 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 music! That's, just god- that's a goddamn That's a goddamn uh, set of professionals right there.
1: That's synchronicity.
0: That's synchronicity, of course, here. That's on- synergy. That's synergy. Vertical integration, you know? <laughs> it does look like you're just was- fondling Elijah's dick. It does look <laughs> like
1: that. I told you! There's a cat here. There's
0: a cat, there's a, here. there's a cat in the mix. For all the people who are not Bleak and Review Patreon listeners uh, who are uh, uh, unaware of the bit, there is a cat in a lap. The cat in the lap.
2: Cat in the lap. The, the Dr. Seuss. The, uh, the famously racist Dr. Seuss classic, the cat in the lap.
0: Yeah, that was one of the ones that got canceled in the big Dr. Seuss overhaul of 2021, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, we fixed it, right? That's the end of racism?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, we changed some maple syrup. Uh, changed and, it. Uh, and <laughs> some white women took some photos, uh, mostly just holding signs. And no, then uh, it's changed now.
0: We changed the maple syrup because we thought the the coloring of the maple syrup was too offensive. So they've made maple syrup white now. So it looks like cum. And, and uh, but nothing, the logo is the same. It's not, it's not yeah. any different. That's how we did it. Of course, here on Bleak and Review, little, little, uh, little hot takes cold open there on Bleak and Review. I, of course, remain Kevin Anderson, your intrepid host with the Intrepid Most. Joining me today, we've got... This is exciting. This is exciting because we've got a repeat guest, a repeat customer from episode one of the show, which you can't find anymore because of Squarespace. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, the first 50 episodes are gone, and uh, I'll probably put them somewhere at some point.
1: So Uh, they'll never hear me just detoxing and sweating in a hot Los Angeles apartment being chased (laughs) by a bee? Yeah,
0: yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be able to unearth these. old archived episodes to hear what Vanessa was like on a podcast back when she did coke uh,
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and of course uh that is Vanessa Gritton or Guerrero Are what are you going by now officially what do, what do I say
1: uh I'm going by Guerrero now I still haven't like legally changed the name because it's really hard to do in a in a pandemic uh really but- yeah it turns out uh trying to legally change anything about your identity really fucking hard to do when uh no one wants to touch you or be near you that's um, fair. They, that's fair. they
2: have to get they have to get somewhat physical with you to change yeah. the name they, there's a little bit of fondling, some gentle caressing just they to kiss sure. you on the mouth to sign it yeah and uh,
0: that's that's just one of those old timey laws that we haven't bothered to update, right? Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's it's one of those that, you know, I, I think a lot of people feel is pretty antiquated. But then there's still some defenders that are like, oh, the tradition, it's part of our heritage. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to change your name, you got to get a little kiss on the mouth.
0: So if we can't pass an anti lynching bill, but we will kiss you on the mouth before you change your name. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, <laughs> and of course, yeah.
0: I buried the lead here because we have a first timer on the show joining as well. First time, best time is what I say. Uh, Elijah Taylor is here. Hello, Elijah.
2: Hey, it's me, everybody.
0: Together, Elijah they are.
2: Taylor. <laughs>
0: t- together, they are the Hollywood power couple known as Elijah. Because Vanessa and Eliza, like, see, that works.
2: Van- or, or Vanessa. Does it? I think, it's Vanessa. I think it's Vanessa, but with an H at the end, and the H is silent.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't think about that beforehand, and I didn't realize how hard to portmanteau your names are, because they kind of have similar vibes at the end. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, no, you know. I've never tried to do it, but there So there So that's are. a
0: mark against, but obviously, it's... <laughs> Hollywood power. A couple of Vanessa's here. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me on the stinkiest day of my life. As people have already heard in the intro. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a rough, it's a rough plumbing day, which of course uh, made me immediately have to ask the both of you this very important question. What's the grossest thing that's ever happened at a place you lived?
1: Oh Oh my god. All (laughs) right. So whatever. (laughs) Whatever the answer is that I have, I guarantee Elijah's is gonna be worse. Ooh, do you wanna
0: go first then and have Elijah fucking come in with the real heat?
1: because I think and he has give me to a pick to
2: think about it.
1: Because yeah. like, what do you pick? Do you pick the dead cow you pull out a river? Do you like <laughs> Wait, pick well, your own cow, neck that wound? Cow was healing? Alive. Sorry, the alive that cow. Life. Okay, there was
2: a dead kid in the river.
1: Oh, okay. oh, definitely that Which one. Is less funny.
2: <laughs> no,
0: no. Let's get. Let's start this segment off with dead kid stuff. We talked There's... about. Nun death with Vanessa last time she was on oh, yeah, about a did. dead nun. So I saw like, a nun die. This is par oh, for the s- course.
2: Oh, you did. You yeah, yeah, remember saw I told you about the time die. I saw a
1: nun die. Wow. Um, and then also Elijah had a horrifying neck hole at one point, oh, like a tracheotomy. True. Yeah,
2: yeah. I still got. I mean, you, you can't really see the scar in there, but there's a there's a decent scar there. Patreon listeners will get. <laughs>
0: Pat- Patreon subscribers got to see this gaping oozing wound in elijah's neck (laughs) that looks like it needs medical attention
2: if any of the patreon listeners would like photos of uh when i had a hole in my uh trachea i i love showing them off you
0: You got them in your wallet right oh yeah yeah
2: (laughs) wait okay so i
0: have to know the tracheotomy i have to know was this uh what why why did this was like a rogue rogue piping issue what happened with your neck
2: uh yeah well uh this pipe burst in my house and it started spraying shit up into the house and then, oh sure uh, like and I felt fine and then four days later my throat no I was gonna say no. This, is, this is so this is what I got to look
0: forward to this, this is
2: definitely going to happen so you had a stink uh, hole in your neck <laughs> no actually uh, I just uh just had a sore throat and uh went uh, yeah and, I'll it, say it was, yeah no it was like got a little worse got a little worse uh finally. Uh, went to a doctor about it. They did a test for strep, and they're like, nah, it's not strep, so you're fine. Just, you know, take some aspirin, whatever. Uh, kept getting worse. I went to an urgent care, and they did another strep test and said, nah, it's not strep, so you're fine. And they told me at that point, like, if it uh, if it gets worse or, like, uh, you know, it lasts more than three days or if you have difficulty swallowing, then come back. And I was like, actually, this is, like, day six, and I'm having a lot of trouble swallowing. And they're like, oh, well, it's not strep. And sent me on my way uh (laughs) and then like they were like all right that's a
0: lot of money and it's not covered by your health insurance but we (laughs) we fixed it we fixed it
2: (laughs) yeah no few days later uh it closed to the point where like i couldn't really breathe and so i had a friend drive me to a hospital uh they finally did a ct scan where they discovered that i had an abscess in my throat that had been growing and growing just like some uh you know stray bit of bacteria caused an infection My throat totally closed up. They had to cut a hole in it so that I didn't suffocate. In doing so, they severed my carotid artery and had to cauterize that. So, yeah, I, like, almost bled to death. It was wild because I went in and I was like, yeah, I got a sore throat. And then I woke up with a tube in my throat and shit. I spent, like... Twenty days in the hospital. You got mr um, You got
0: nobodyed. Like what Bob Odenkirk does to the guy in Nobody. If you guys have I seen that, I haven't seen it yet. No it's,
1: spoilers. I right, no well, sh- know! Just let's just say
0: this isn't a spoiler. There's neck issues involved.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one forward, Do though. you think somebody stole the story of your throat hole and wrote it into this Bob Odenkirk movie? I think so. Story because... of a throat hole. But I need I don't. No, that's uh, fucking
2: crazy the, the grossest part of the throat hole that happened at a place that i lived was i was sleeping and my cat jumped on me and its paw slipped into the hole so that the cat's paw was fully in my throat Wait, your cat fisted your neck yep yep just just went wrist deep <laughs> wrist deep in there uh and it like it made a sound you know it's a sound that like you don't want to know what it sounds like but like so- i i know and
0: so, your cat was really putting the hole in Paw Patrol.
3: <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Kevin.
0: <laughs> is that what Paw Patrol is about? You know, I haven't seen the show, but now that I know it's about feline fisting, I gotta check it out. You gotta check Paw it out. Patrol. <laughs> Oh, that I might be the it. episode title. We'll see how t- difficult that is to hyphenate. Uh, so that's horrible. Uh, that's horrible.
2: Yeah, that one was pretty gross. Uh,
0: yeah, well.
1: I saw a toad decompose in my toilet.
2: In your toilet?
1: Yeah. How do? You...
2: Well, what are you doing shitting out full toads?
1: <laughs> well, th- the, the whole toad I swallowed has to go somewhere. <laughs> toads are like
0: corn, right?
1: Yeah. Or yeah. it's just like, why did I eat toad? Uh, <laughs> No, it was just Florida, and it was in a bathroom I don't go to.
0: It was in a bathroom you don't go to. Wait, at the the rental place in Florida.
1: Yeah, and so it was just like a bathroom we don't go bathroom. to. Because it was like it was like a kind of bummer room. bathroom. It's the toad room.
2: Yeah. Just don't go in there, man.
1: It's like. It's like the bathroom that we built because like my grandparents had trouble navigating. So it was like a bathroom that's like made for you if you have trouble like getting up to shit and then getting off the toilet.
2: Oh uh, right, right. So I
1: like used it because the other one was occupied and I lifted the lid and there's just like a fucking toad that had been in there for like a while. Oh. Cause it like did that thing where it was just getting like waxy and Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well you like smoked that shit? Did you dab it?
1: yeah <laughs> i dabbed it and uh i i, I think i'm still there now <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's a high that doesn't go away like, people no. talk about licking toads like no you ever you ever fucking glassed up a toad in a toilet and then fucking uh yeah that seems like some yeah, millennial shit still, no some some gen flashback. z shits.
1: Yeah. yeah kevin how do you top a decomposed toad
2: <laughs>
0: well, I heard something even... about a dead kid earlier. I don't know. We could. Okay.
2: I mean, I I lived in uh in a rural uh rural Isan for a while, which is like kind of the most impoverished part of Thailand. Uh, it was, like living and working out there, and the uh kind of village that we lived in was pretty rough. And there was a creek that ran right behind the apartments. Uh, and there was one morning that like a cow had gotten like had fallen down in the creek, and we all like had to like tie ropes around it and pull it out. Uh, and there was another morning that uh, they were just fishing a kid out of the creek because uh, he he got knifed. It was like gang violence, I guess. But uh, yeah, you know, dead kid. But that didn't happen in the apartment, though, so I don't think that counts. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. fuck uh, that story. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that story, Who okay, so cares? that's old news. Um, no, I mean, I'm trying to think because I've lived in some gnarly places, man. Uh, like one of, one of my first apartments uh, when I was like 17... Uh, had like a pretty bad like rodent and insect uh, infestation. Oh and sure, yeah, I've been I, there. Yeah, yeah, but like I uh, felt weird at the time about like killing them, and I like it's awful. Just, like yeah, and even like the ants. I was like, man, I like I don't want to kill these ants. And I think like I'm at a place in my life now where I'm like I guess more okay with killing bugs in the house. But at the time, I was very just like weird and fucked up about it. And uh, I found things that were like deterrence, essentially like non lethal deterrence. And just kind of created a border around half of the apartment that I just like that was where the infestation was like the heaviest and where they were coming in from. So I kind of just like created this like ring of like, you know, vinegar and oils and whatever things that they didn't like to cross that line. And I was like, "You guys have your side, and I have my side."
0: Can't we and- just can't we just exist like fucking post post uh, uh, or pre pre Berlin Wall Germany and just like yeah,
2: <laughs> no. And I lived like that for like a year. Uh, God, I was homeless for a while and a dude pissed on me so that was pretty gross oh, yeah. <laughs> God. That, and it was like you know where i lived at the time <laughs> that sucks really
0: makes my shit pipe story from the intro sound pretty vanilla despite its <laughs> <laughs> chocolatey exterior
1: right. oh, hey oh, yeah. i saw uh, a bunch of mice on my tacos on your tacos
0: <laughs> well, yeah, what are you I doing s- making mice tacos
1: no i put a bunch of tacos to rest in the oven uh like, cause I'd like just made a bunch and like, was like, I'm gonna put them here to like stay warm. And then when people come over, I'll serve them. Uh, and the oven was only on like, w- I-, I think I had it at like a hundred. So it was just like, it was probably lower than that. Cause it was a shitty oven. So it was like a warm day at most. And I opened the oven and there's like 30 mice on the Jesus. tacos. <laughs>
0: That's horrible. Well, you've heard, you've told, I've told you the story about the, uh, uh, maybe I've told this on the podcast. I don't know. But, uh, when I lived in East LA, I, uh, had no money. So I remember I was eating a little Caesar's pizza just out of the box on my lap at my computer desk, as you do when, you know, when you're, when you're really taking life by the horns. And, uh, I remember being like, okay, half of this pizza in one sitting. So I'm going to turn around, set the box on my bed and then, you know, I'll eat the rest of it later. Go around, you know, faff about on the internet for a little bit. Turn back around for one more slice. About ten minutes later, my whole bed is covered in ants.
3: <laughs> they oh. just—they just were waiting
0: for me to not be present around the pizza, and my whole bed. I just—I don't know. That was. Uh, I, I thought about just killing myself, but then I was like, no, that's that's rash. That's rash. Then
1: you're covered in ants. Yeah,
0: and then I'm covered in ants, and you know, it's an Ouroboros of ants eating flesh. It's no good.
1: Yeah. yeah no i
2: i get those moments though i uh there was uh a place that i lived for a while uh this this was in southeast asia uh which contextualizes it a bit i guess but uh, i would wake up often just covered in lizards and like you know i didn't like keep lizards they just would get in what and so like i would wake up they were and just like just be, lounging like, Yeah, just like lounge lizards. Yeah, they were lounge lizards. (laughs) No, and I assume it's because, like, my body was warmer than, like, you know, the surroundings. So it's like a hot rock to them. But yeah, I would wake up and they were basking on your tummy. (laughs) Yeah, and I would, like, just pull geckos (laughs) off of my face. And the first time it happened, there was that, like, moment of, like, so do I just kill myself? Like, what I, I, this is t- more lizards than I think I can like process.
0: At least it was a cute animal. That's like the thing that's that's like, I mean, like I imagine like, it's still pretty alarming. Like I imagine if I woke up with lizards on me, I would be like, oh no. But yeah. also like, yeah. it's not like scorpions or cockroaches or something. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. I, Cause we had, when we lived in Burbank, we had some pretty gnarly roaches that were the size of lizards. Uh, and I don't know it if you remember. chase
1: guests. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know if you remember Richard, our roommate at the time, didn't take it seriously until one that had <laughs> an, an antenna that uh, if, you talk, if you're talking,
1: overreacting.
0: if you're talking taint to antenna, this lizard was about a uh, uh, trout long. It was about as long this,
1: as a trout. This is no. the biggest roach I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've like lived in Central America. That's like, horrifying. Bourbon, thing, like, California, baby it would hit walls and make a horrifying thump like oh, yeah, you knew where it was because you they could the, hear it there
2: were the flying Jesus. kind too yeah. just the size of a fist like yeah. it could realistically fly into you and knock you out
1: <laughs> i was afraid and like i saw one of them
0: smoking a cigarette once i swear to god
1: <laughs> <laughs> i honestly would believe that because there's been some in that apartment before like they sprayed that i was like I'm scared to step on them because I don't think it's enough. And then right. they're just going to be angry. And they would come out by like the literal dozens. Oh, God. Like, Ele- like, Elijah, the sun would set and they weren't afraid anymore. And they would just start pouring out of the walls. And Richard was like, Oh, it, it, it's not that big of a deal. He just leaves food
0: scraps came. in his room all day and give a yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: And I was <laughs> just like, No, you need to treat this like we're camping, even though we're inside. <laughs> like, this apartment has camping rules because of, like, if there's an earthquake, we're dying.
0: And-, and we did have to put food up in bear bags in the rafters. We had to make sure yeah. that no bears Honestly, would
1: get in. Everything was on fire all the time. It was a thing. But, yeah, Richard came out and was like, can somebody help me with this roach?
2: <laughs> and that was the I, day that I we assume broke he's him. just he's physically wrestling with it. Like, you guys <laughs> help me with it? It's got him he's in a full strong. Nelson. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, this, this brings me to another uh, impromptu question, which, because you, you made me think of, when you're talking about, like, Elijah, specifically, you're talking about, like, the having trouble killing the stuff. That's, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I've never had problems killing, like, roaches and shit, but, like, I remember when I had a rat problem in San Jose, uh, we caught a rat in a mouse trap, which I don't know if you know about the difference between rat traps and mouse yeah. traps, but that shit's not going to kill a rat. No. It's just going to kind of fuck its neck up. And my roommate at the time, this guy Tom, Uh, who (laughs) didn't really know a lot of, he didn't have a lot of common sense. He was a very nice guy, very smart guy, but he's one of those guys that like, yeah, give him like a set of rules and he'll do it wrong. He just comes in and goes, I guess we got to kill this rat. I'm like, yeah, we probably should put it out of its misery. And he grabs a serrated cooking knife. He's like, I guess I'm going to saw its head off.
2: Jesus. (laughs) And I was
0: like, no, dude, that's not what we're doing. And I ended up having to bash its head in with a shovel.
2: Was your uh, roommate Tom by any chance an animated cat? He might as well have been uh, <laughs> he
0: was about the size of an animated cat. He was very small, scrawny boy, uh definitely a uh, self-proclaimed asexual, and in retrospect probably autistic or on the spectrum in some way because he was he was my video game buddy, but we didn't he didn't know how to relate to people a lot or do or do a lot of things and so I just remember he's just like oh this knife was here I'm like no just we're not we're not off. slowly sawing a rat's head off in the apartment that's crazy
2: <laughs>
1: Not today, Not today, Tom. Not today, had, Tom. A, had that happened,
2: that probably would have been the number one, like, grossest apartment store. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I it watched have... a guy just saw a rat's head off and he made eye contact with me the whole time. It totally <laughs> changed his life.
0: He, <laughs> he became a completely different guy after that. It was part of his manifesto.
2: <laughs> He's in jail now. <laughs>
0: but I was curious because uh, I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, that's probably the biggest animal I've ever had to kill for whatever reason. Have you uh, ever, I mean, you're talking about cows and stuff. Have you guys ever killed? Uh, or had to what's the biggest or the most impactful animal murder you've committed
1: am i on the stand right now
0: i have had you both swear in on the digital bible because i got this cool app uh <laughs> the digi vibe
2: it uh, would technically be perjury if we lied about it
0: <laughs> oh yeah i guess i guess man I guess, license I guess, agreement before I, we join the podcast i guess man is an animal i didn't really realize the implications okay non-human <laughs> Whoa. What's okay. your, what was, non, your what was your Michael Vick moment? What was your Michael Vick moment?
1: I think for me, it was just the one that's standard as a young Central American girl with a very stern grandmother, and that was a chicken that I had named. Of uh, course, yeah. <laughs> oh. I named it, and I loved it, and I was like, they're not going to make me kill this one. And and you listener, cut his head off, right? Um, No. Did you break the neck? And... Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like seven, and like... Honestly, to this day, uh, whenever I hear somebody say like uh, my grandma was weird, <laughs> uh, or like my family We're is quirky, just, my family is just so weird. I'm like, I, pff, yo, my grandmother making me kill a chicken that I named so that we can eat it later is like the least devastating thing about my childhood. <laughs> she kind of
0: she kind of domed you in that moment too. Like like I mean, you have to kill the chicken you love. You know, like she could have just killed it and not told you and then be like, oh, I guess he ran away or something.
1: Well, her reasoning was she was like, you live in America uh, and I only have you for a few months out of the year. But I don't want you to turn out like one of those American kids that don't know where their food comes from.
0: Mm. Uh, Fair.
1: So she was like, you think about this. Every time you think of leaving a piece of chicken on a plate, oh my god! Uh, oh, so, so it was
0: so it was a children starving in Africa thing. It was that, yeah, was, except because <laughs> yeah, they exactly. were just around us.
1: Yeah, exactly. uh,
0: <laughs> I guess that's you know that's fair. Like I guess to our American sensibilities, that seems harsh and brutal. But like, I I I, th- I do think about that, especially because like I'm one of those people that like. In my brain, I'm like, I should probably consider a, a meatless diet, you know? Like, even though yeah. I love eating meat. But I'm like, in theory, that's what people should do. Because anytime I think about where my food comes from, I immediately get overwhelmed. Because, you know, I mean, Elijah, you're learning this about me now. But, you know, I i am someone that's just like, uh, every animal is my best friend. Yeah, <laughs> and so, no, same. Yeah, nah, you tried to tough. pet
1: a coyote once, and I know you've pet, like, some All stuff that shouldn't stuff. be pet. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, I know
0: oh, you've been petting some difference. shit that
2: i would be petting. Uh, yeah, no, a hundred percent. And I'm, I'm with you. I think I, yeah, like every few months I probably will see like, uh, you know, even just like some dumb video on the internet or something, but it's like, oh, look at this cow. He's listening to jazz music. And you're like, oh my God, I love him. Or like, you see a picture of a pig. Oh, a John, rainbow. uh, John Cowtrain. Yeah, there he is. No! <laughs> bull train. Bull train was way better.
0: Oh, bull train. All right, let's take better. that again. Hold on. John Bulltrain?
2: Oh! <laughs> Kevin Anderson
0: <laughs> edits his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: um, oh, I'm a fraud, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm always like, I really should be a vegetarian. I feel like just morally, and obviously, like it's more sustainable for the Earth. And the way that we source our meat in the United States is like awful. So they. I fully agree with it. There's no like argument. I just don't have a lot of willpower and right. I enjoy eating meat. So I just like kind of suck and accept that about myself. Yeah. i hundred percent the same. <laughs> I'm like someday I'm going to do it, but I'm just like, oh, maybe next year. Like that's why maybe I, I'll be so, a better man I, next year.
0: That's like whenever I see uh, hack comics still trying to dunk on vegans and shit for no reason. I'm just like, Oh, because they have their, they have stronger convictions than you.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I've like honestly considered and wouldn't mind going like vegan and vegetarian, um, but I also like have my own personal issues with like vegan communities. Not all of them. Like this is when I say this. Uh, and start the, these, clock. Dun, dun, and start dun, the dun, clock. Dun 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 <laughs> dun. When I say this, please know uh the old-time adage which is if I didn't call your name, don't come. Yes. Uh,
3: yes. When
1: I say vegans and I'm not talking about you who are vegan, I'm talking about someone another kind of vegan specifically. Yeah. And I'm talking about a the vegans that say they're vegan but don't give a shit about like who's farming and what they're getting paid like For their produce Their stuff is not actually Whole food Necessarily like ethically
2: sourced Yeah they're whole
1: food vegans They're very much just like Chicken is bad for you But then they do a line of coke That like a bunch of people (laughs) Have died for Uh, But it keeps me thin Right? Or it's like you don't get to be sanctimonious right now. And then also like the ones that are always saying it to us are just like, you know, our diet is colonized to shit. Like, like yeah. we ate meat, but different than you. Like it wasn't like a sad cow that was just like my last memory is being ripped from my mother. It was one where it was just like, Yeah, we were bros and I respect your spirit, cow, which is why I'm eating all of the parts of you, even if they squeak in my mouth. Squeak? Some parts yeah, of the I cow like the, squeak in your mouth. The okay, I need to know about these ones. What parts,
0: mm-hmm. what parts? What parts? What parts of these?
1: Foot. Yeah,
0: foot. Uh, <laughs> any kind of ear usually. Ear, oh, you mean squeak related. like kind of a rubbery squeak, yeah. not it's like not like a, a leopard not leopard. like a, it's, it's not 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 like a
1: guinea pig. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine going. No. <laughs> 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 no, like if you ate like uh, an eraser.
0: Oh sure. No, we've been. We've all been there.
1: I. Honestly, I think more of us have chewed our erasers than we're willing to admit. And then sometimes yeah, you
0: chew a little bit too much and then you swallow an eraser and then you go home for the day.
2: Look, if I if I had the willpower, if I was like a better person morally and could could commit to it, I would be on an all-eraser diet. I would exclusively <laughs> yeah. eat erasers that, and that is one of just the live only, my truth.
0: It's like that it's like that uh yeah, it's like pay I would eat just erasers and <laughs> And and uh, uh, recycled paper, <laughs> Somebody, yeah, it's perfect. And my uh, bowel movements would be raucous, but <laughs> would, and you know my my shit pipe exploding would be much more festival, <laughs> much more of a festival. But uh, yeah, it all works out in the end, I think.
2: Yeah and uh kevin to answer your question uh yes. i was hiking once with a group of people and uh there was a chipmunk who uh its back was broken oh god uh, didn't Know what had happened to it but you know looked like it had fallen somehow uh but had a broken back but was still alive and like convulsing brutal uh, so we all just kind of looked at the chipmunk for a second and i was like yeah I'll kill the chipmunk you guys can go and it was uh, like no I it pulled out a serrated knife and, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and pulled I out saw a serrated it knife and sawed it. no <laughs> it was one of those things where like i uh just kind of like a quick read of the room and like knowing the people that i was with i was like i don't like i know that none of us is like down to just kill a chipmunk and be like hell yeah let me do it but i also felt like i'm like, gonna be the one in the group who's the best at, like, compartmentalizing this and, like, yeah. obviously still not psyched about it. You could shove it. this down. Yeah, but I was like, I, I I can still, like, make it through the rest of my day and the rest of this group is, like, gonna have a harder time. So I was like, you guys go on ahead. And then I killed it with a rock and then I threw up and then I joined the group and was just like, let's not talk
1: about it. <laughs> They're so cute and little. I've only They're seen so one. Cute and small. I've man. only seen one chipmunk in my entire life. I almost, like, didn't think they were real. When you was, saw his it, head it off, Alvin? correct? No, I... <laughs> it gets funnier every time this is a great bit i just i just this bit's about to get worse oh no i just remembered the one and only time i've ever seen a chipmunk in my entire life
0: was he singing christmas songs with a couple other chipmunks
1: no! <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was when we scattered your dad's ashes. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, you were there for that. It was the only oh. time I've ever seen a chipmunk. Because. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Wait, 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 Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa, which time that we scattered the ashes? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> was it the? F- <laughs> well, uh, Vanessa brings it up because the thing is that we scattered the ashes directly onto a dying chipmunk.
2: I was gonna ask, was <laughs> yeah. that like a, like stipulated in the will? Was it like my dad hated it. nature. <laughs> I wanna I wanna live in a chipmunk's lungs. <laughs> I want you to just pour <laughs> me onto a chipmunk. Unfortunately
0: his will did stipulate that we had to uh, find a, a chipmunk with like a limp, scatter ashes upon him, and then saw his head off with a serrated knife. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's, it's in the
2: will, so it's legally
0: it's binding. It's, it's legally
1: it's, binding, or else you're haunted.
0: Yeah, you're well, you know, I'm still pretty haunted by all of it, but uh <laughs>
1: Well, like I distinctly remember in my head being like, oh, look, a chipmunk. Oh, my God, I've never seen a chipmunk. Wow, they're really that small. This is not the time to exclaim, oh, look,
0: a chipmunk. So you weren't focused on the event at hand? (laughs) Wow. Wow.
2: (laughs) She was being so careless about it.
0: er (laughs) She took her portion
2: of the ashes and just dumped them straight down and then was like, hey, chipmunk.
0: She was having errant chipmunk thoughts during... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> During the worst day of my life. No, it wasn't the worst day of my life. It, the weather was nice. It was quite all right.
2: Yeah. I, and I feel like when you receive the news that they've died, that's the uh, worse than the ashes. Well, the fuck personally up, speaking, the I fucked
0: don't... up thing was when I got that phone call, I was like, you know, devastated, right? And I went out on the balcony to have a cigarette, and lo and behold, this dead chipmunk is there. <laughs> And I go, well, I'll be a son of a gun. If this doesn't happen every time I have a traumatic life event. It always
2: comes in twos. It
0: always comes in twos. And then I then I tried to eat cornbread and it was too dry. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that oh,
1: part. Oh, yeah. I was just okay. definitely
0: Trying to put food in my body. We don't have to get into all the specifics of. Well, my dad's I was gonna death, say but, enough time has passed do you wanna, that
1: do you this. Compare
2: your dad's death and my mom's death and like cross reference. Oh, that sounds like a whole right? other podcast.
0: Actually, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that sounds like a great episode. That's a
2: good episode. We'll do.
0: We'll do mean... like a celebrity death match.
1: <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, can I referee? Yeah, just a couple of <laughs> just a
0: couple of sad boys throwing down about dead parents. <laughs> Mills Lane will be there, of course.
2: It's good. <laughs> let's it's get good.
0: it on. Uh speaking of let's get it on, we are about uh at my my specific, as I mentioned in the intro, my heart out because I have to take off. But you two, Elijah and Vanessa, have graciously offered to co-host yeah. uh in my stead while I have to go. See so the thing is I have to go sift through the shit outside. Uh yeah. and see right, if uh you gotta uh, see what's in there. Yeah, I just I, I don't have any goals. I just want to see what's in there. <laughs> i'm gonna it pan hard out i'm gonna pan for nuggets uh <laughs> uh and but we do have another guest on it. <laughs> we do have another guest coming up here after the break uh melvin spoons uh mm. restaurateur local restaurateur melvin spoons i'm very sad i won't be here to witness this but you guys uh i trust you'll take very good care of this guest
2: yeah i think it's uh you know kind of rude of you to book uh mr spoons and and then you know, and not they go sit around, to, and yeah, they go stip, I, sift through shit. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I haven't spoken with him. I I don't even know if I would have booked him uh, for my uh, podcast oh, that I mean, I'm now the host of. I so. mean, it's
0: definitely what I'm doing is for sure a power move, and it's <laughs> for sure a power move. And like, I feel intimidated.
1: And who's to say? I'm thank I'm God. <laughs> definitely not too high for Melvin Spoon.
0: No, I'm sure he's gonna be normal. It's fine. I mean, you guys both like food, right?
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna be normal. <laughs> You could say I'm into food. Yeah, oh.
0: foodies of sorts. Uh, so we're going to go to a quick break here on Bleak yeah. Interview. We shall return uh, in just mo- mere moments with uh, more Vanessa Gritton slash Guerrero, uh, more Elijah Taylor, and
2: restaurateur Melvin Spoons. After this, looking forward to it. <laughs>
1: Hey there, you're listening to Kicking and Screaming Takes Over, Bleak and Review. Oh I am yeah, one I of your co-hosts, second. Vanessa Guerrero. I'm your other host, Elijah Taylor. See, so you know how to do exactly the intro. It's 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 muscle memory now.
2: That's true. As soon as you made it our podcast, I was like, Oh yeah, no, I know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. And as soon as Kevin put his podcast up for auctions so that he can make money, so that he can continue his passions of huffing shit in his yard
2: big time shit huffer and honestly i respect it I yeah. respect a man we who had follows to buy his it. passions yeah of course we jumped on it we had We're, to buy
1: bleak and review uh
2: first bidder, only bitter uh,
1: uh yep it was a we we bid one dry hunk of cornbread <laughs> and he jumped on it uh although he, he, the only stipulation was we have to keep all of his guests and we cannot change the format
2: yeah, which is unfortunate because uh, listeners of Bleak in Review, I'm sure, uh, know that we host a genre film podcast. <laughs> uh, so I have no experience doing this. Yeah. Uh, let's so, hope that our next guest wants to talk about genre film. God,
1: I hope he wants to talk about specifically <laughs> genre film under the categories of horror and martial arts. And if it's anything else, I won't know how to respond to it. And it might be because I just took a giant dab hit. But please give it up for melvin spoons
2: restaurateur melvin spoons
1: hi am i pronouncing for, that correct I, melvin
2: y- yeah Mel- melvin spoons
0: proprietor of the love and melvin full on uh on on the
2: beach down here in
0: uh I, southern
3: california I'm sorry. the what is
2: uh we, i i think you maybe cut out uh what is the name of your uh establishment
1: and the, your name the,
2: my name is Melvin Spoons. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my
0: restaurant is called The Lovin' Melvinful, right here in Southern California. No was specifics.
1: S- was Spoonful w- licensed? I-
0: what? I don't get it.
2: You said it's The Lovin... No, my name's Melvin, lovin and Melvin. so it's
0: Melvinful. It's because it's full of my... I What I like to think is it's full of my creative culinary passion.
2: It's full, But it's Lovin... Melvin, full, so it's full of Melvin's love. That's not that's not appetizing. I didn't for, come I, in any of my
0: food. If that's what you're asking, I, that is
2: that is the implication. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: no. So, well, certainly not. We have we have one of those uh, we have one of those whiteboards in the break room that says "come free for," and then we have the day count on it. And what? it's up in it's in the upper uh, tens. <laughs>
1: Oh, the big 10s.
2: Upper 10s would be what, 17?
1: (laughs) Less than 100, more than 10. All right. I have a question, Melvin. Let's just walk through something together. I would
0: love to talk about my restaurant.
1: We'll get into that in a second. But uh, have you ever. I don't know anything about It's it's still about food. No, it's still about food. Don't worry, (laughs) Melvin. We're not going to hurt you.
0: Oh, good. I, I have been, as you can tell, I've been beaten many times. Yeah, you man, are.
2: You you have a disheveled look about you. And I think a black eye, I, I'm not sure with the lighting, if that was a shadow. I didn't well, want to I be would, rude. I wouldn't but...
0: use those terms to describe it, you know, because of the, the race relations in this country. I would call it, I've, I have a hurt, hurt eye of African descent. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm starting to see uh, why you find yourself in these predicaments. <laughs> hey, it works.
0: It works down here in San Diego. Nobody really cares too
3: much.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, San Diego is where you go to retire. With the other uh, option, is like a noose. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Grandpa.
1: But uh, Melvin, have you ever eaten soup?
0: Oh, I'm a, I'm, a big prop- I'm a big proponent of soup. I'm a big fan of soup. Uh, I like soups and stews.
1: Okay. Um,
0: and I think that we actually serve quite a few of them here. So yes, I would say I love soup.
1: And what is the best utensil for consuming it? Uh, well, you know, we kind of do a,
2: anything
0: goes here. So we'll give you all of the stuff, you know, and what we'll is, let you figure
2: it what out. What is all of the, all of the stuff? What do you serve it? Oh, with? you know, ladles, uh,
0: chopsticks, uh, your hands. We give you the right to use your own hands to eat soup. I think personally you want to eat soup with a spork because okay. you get a little bit in there and you can let it trickle between the little
2: nubs uh-huh. And it's delicious. So your your establishment has sporks. Okay. We mo- we we don't have spoons. We only have sporks.
1: Okay, but you know what a spoon is.
0: I know what spoons are. I've heard of them. I do not. Abs- I do not subscribe to them.
1: Okay, <laughs> but if you took a spoon and you got a big old honking portion of soup on it, you have uh,
0: a, a a a dose of soup. A dose a soup, of soup. A soup. A soup. A, a soup chunk, I, I I don't know what you I I don't understand what you're getting at here. Uh, when you when you put spoons into soup and you lift it up, and you get is that a big saying? yeah, that's that's what big you have a what spoonful. At.
1: You have you have
0: you have a, I I'm not familiar spoonful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. But you my say- restaurant's called The Lovin' Melvin Full, and it's because it's full of Melvin's love. And you get that when you come into <clears> the door. You know right away that this place is full of Melvin's love.
2: What uh, what unit of measurement would you say uh, is a Melvin full, if you had to describe one Melvin full? A thimble. <laughs>
1: Arguably less...
2: Than a spoonful. Yeah. If it were a spoonful of love, it would be more love than a Melvin full.
0: Ooh, a loveful. That's something. I don't know. I mean, we've been open for a few years here, and the name <clears throat> hasn't quite stuck. All of All of the signs on the restaurant are still just construction paper with, with cardboard letters put on it. So, like, we haven't gotten official signs, so maybe we'll do something different. I don't know. I've got 11 Melvin Full is what it's been for several years on paper, literally. And, uh, you know, we got all kinds of soups and stews and seafood extraordinaire. Like, as you can see behind me, you know, not a lot of people here currently, but uh, uh, it's all right. You know, it's a good place it's a good how place did you
1: get in. such nice real estate Melvin yeah tell, uh, us, well, tell just... us how you came to
2: own and operate this establishment you're right you, you should interview their... the guests
1: less hostile than I am <laughs> I just
2: I think you're coming in a little accusatory and I don't know if that's the tone we want to strike
0: why well, yeah I used to be I used to be a guy uh that would uh you know just comb the beaches with a metal detector looking for bits of glory you know little bits little 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 snippets of good uh, i would try right, to find things a- and i would I, you know i'd find some nuggets some from time to time i'd find some uh i'd find some uh, uh you know pieces of metal and some and, and i'm not sure what my my voice sounds like i'm figuring it out but <laughs> is this the I, first I,
2: time you've heard your own voice uh, i've never been on a, i've like never this? been on a podcast before it can takes- you fucking believe it <laughs> It takes some getting used to. I, it, your own voice always sounds strange at first, and then you end up uh, talking a little differently to uh, to compensate. It's true. It's yeah. very
0: true. But I did. So, uh, I was out metal detecting one day, and I found the keys to this building, and so that's why I got it.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: You, oh, you just found the keys to the. It was abandoned at the time, or uh, no? There were people working here. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> how did you? How did you uh, connect the keys to that? I mean, you find the keys. How did you, did you just start putting them in different doors? Uh, I, I
0: did, I did a bit of a, I did a bit of a door to door, try them, if you try them out, you know, a bit of a door to door, poke them and see. Mm. Uh, and a lot of buildings, no go.
2: <clears throat> yeah, this one. most this keys one can... only work for one, yeah. the one building. So that's not that's su- how surprising.
1: That's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just found some keys and you went from door to door and then I was behind the door and I was just like, hey.
2: Yeah, I was, I found the keys to your house. Oh, it um, sounds
0: like a home invasion. That's beautiful. It was. Yeah.
2: It was. Both I've done uh,
0: Trust me with these keys. I did a couple of those because <laughs> a few times I thought I was like, Hey, maybe these keys do go to this place. I'm just doing it wrong. So I chucked a brick through the window <laughs> right, <laughs> just to make right. sure, just to make to sure see that my keys didn't work.
2: Cause sometimes the key works on the inside, but not the outside. And you That's to...
0: what I've been led to believe by yeah. uh, several pamphlets. But um, yes, yeah, so I found the keys. I immediately came in here and uh, it was a restaurant. It was struggling. Uh, I kind of just, you know, I'm a man with a silver tongue and I kind of, uh, I kind of, you know, talked my way into being the owner, you know, uh, I, I nothing to do with blackmail, nothing like that at all. Uh, and, and now I, I run it, but run it here with my family for the last couple of years. It's a family owned business. Uh, the, the the brothers Melvin's is uh, holding it down here, you know, uh, creating stuff. Big knuckle crack from Vanessa.
1: <laughs> oh, is that one of your siblings behind you right now?
0: Uh, possibly. Hold on. You mean right there? That poster that comes up in the sky when I do that?
1: Yeah. Is that one of the brothers Melvin? I'd like to speak to him.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he's he's currently bussing a table full of... Sp- that was. He's got a lot of sporks, so he's oh, bussing.
2: The The restaurant uh, looks half empty. I'm, I'm sure he gets oh, there by It's, just, it's just fully empty. Over. It's... <laughs> It'll be great press for the restaurant. I'm sure he'd, he'd I, love I to could be get, on.
0: His name is also Melvin, so I hope that doesn't... Right, you
2: said the brother's Melvin, sort of a yeah. Mario Brothers uh, situation. So your name's we Melvin, do, Melvin. It, yeah, I,
0: it, my Well, my name's Melvin Spoons. His name is Melvin Melvin. <laughs> okay. Would you like to talk to Melvin? Hey, Melvin! We'd
2: Melvin. love to talk to Melvin Melvin.
0: Melvin, you want to do a podcast real quick? There's nobody here. I don't know why you're bussing clean sporks. You're taking them out of the kitchen clean you're putting them on tables and then you're clearing them up i know it makes us look busy i know
2: it it doesn't <laughs> all right, he's still, coming over hold we on you can still see there's it's empty <laughs> i'm i'm sorry i think we we got some uh audio distortion nah, me, i'm
3: melvin <laughs> melvin what's up i do the busing i do the accounting and i'm also the hostess I put on drag and I, I am the hostess.
2: <laughs> you know, I think uh, restaurant host, I think, is a gender neutral. You don't have to put on drag. Yeah. To, uh, to ah, be- well,
3: you know, yeah, that's what you would say up there, up north. You know, we're down here, we're down here in, uh, in San Diego. You know, yeah, so you're, I, liberal, you're a liberal bubble over here. Everyone is heavily gendered in their roles down here.
2: I, I suppose that, that makes sense.
3: And <laughs> yeah, we catch some flack for people about it. But we don't give a shit. We believe that we should... Hey, Mel- Melvin, Melvin, you need to fucking calm down, bro. Melvin, so,
2: Melvin is, is coming in a little hot.
0: I have a it's question. coming in too hot.
1: Because <clears throat> I don't know. Correlation doesn't always equal causation. Uh-huh. <laughs> does, I hear you. Go on. Does the hoof print in your forehead... Have anything to do with the kaleidoscope of sounds you're making. <laughs> I
3: don't know what you're talking about. This is uh this is ritual scarring. Oh uh, where I come from, you know, we don't do we don't do bubble skin, we do kicks to the face from a mule. Which is how we get one of our favorite cocktails here at the Love and Melvin for <clears throat> mule juice. <laughs> You it, ever had a mule juice?
2: I've never heard of mule juice. Oh, is that juice. mama's
1: recipe?
3: I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to have to ask
0: Melvin to, to leave. He's, you got to go bust. Go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get out
2: of here. He's being a lot
0: and it's maybe taxing on certain people's vocal cords. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah. he's a, uh, you know, we have a, it is a mama's recipe. You know, like I said, family owned mama Melvin is in here. She's
1: doing her thing. Mama, was, mama Melvin. I want to hear about your recipe. Oh, is that her? Oh my god, she looks like she, Martin Scorsese's mother.
2: She does, but much older. Just wow. I how how old is Mama Melvin? Uh, Mama
0: I, Mel, Mama Melvin, technically technically Mama Melvin died in twenty twenty. She was <laughs> But, but we're doing a bit of a weekend at Bernie's thing and she comes by and she's got the sunglasses on. So she won't really talk, but she's kind of like, <laughs> she's kind of like the Charles entertainment cheese mm-hmm. of the, uh, of the place. You know, she's the mascot. She's why people come here. They want to see mama Melvin that, you know, they flip a nickel into her open mouth and they go on. <laughs> and, and, uh, then they have a really, really fun dining experience here.
2: That's that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I I'm so glad uh that you said that because I uh got the impression uh you know, I saw her and I thought, "Oh, that looks like a weekend at Bernie's type situation." Yeah. But uh, you know, you never want to be the first one You um, never be the want to be the one that say says it. it. It's like
1: um, asking someone if they're pregnant. Well, right. it was It's not You don't just
2: ask someone if they're a weekend at Bernie's yeah. type situation. Yeah. Are
0: you you can't you can't really go up to someone and be like, "Hey, are you a dead person with sunglasses on, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> or are you just happy to see me?" You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can't really say that it's but it's we're we're veering on because it happened last year, we're veering on it being <clears> more of a King Tut situation. It was a weekend at Bernie's, but now, yeah, now she's, we're starting to deal with a little bit of uh, uh I would say degradation of the flesh.
2: Mm-hmm. it's more than a little. It's uh it's a little bit, it's yeah. It's pronounced. <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, so she's you know, she's just there, in the foyer. We don't really she doesn't get too close to the food if that's what you're wondering. <laughs>
1: Mm, yeah, I was wondering, because she's getting like a waxy substance on her, yeah. like a toad in a toilet. She's, I was going to yeah. say,
0: we describe her kind of like, uh, well, there's a couple of ways we describe her, but I will say that she did come up with uh, a mule sweat, which is equal parts uh, mule sweat, you know, as it was, yeah. mule juice. Uh, and then we, what we do is we mix that in with a little bit of Kahlua and a little bit of blood from the neck stump of a chipmunk we just sawed its head off with a serrated blade.
1: mm. Just like Mama intended,
0: yeah. And and to be fair, Mama was a schizophrenic. She was, she was. It's true, it's true. Okay, so that's,
1: that's fair. Let's say my husband <laughs> here, to be Elijah. Fair. To, to be, fair. be fair, she was schizophrenic. Exactly. Let's say Elijah, you, my husband. But well, like
0: schizophrenic. You know what I mean?
1: Uh, oh, oh, I do know what you mean. Ooh, I'm gonna throw someone over the railing. <laughs> oh, good, good. Melvin dabbed. <laughs>
2: Melvin's got style. Melvin's you know? got style. I'm I'm coming around to the, the Melvin clan. So
1: let's say you wanted to take me somewhere nice, but at the last second, you decided you hate me and we go here. Right. Uh, oh,
0: and it's date that night. That seems be, rude. Uh, <laughs> That's rude, rude to say right in front of my face.
1: Well, uh, Melvin, so far the
2: things we know about the restaurant are that there's a corpse in the foyer and it's been <laughs> approximately 17 days since you ejaculated into the food.
0: No, no, uh, no, I said less than 100, more than 10, which could be 17. It sure could. could. be 18.
1: <laughs> but,
0: but, 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 but I don't kiss and tell.
1: There's <laughs> kissing. I don't think there's any kissing involved when you're just like making an oyster into your food
0: we do a fabulous oyster ragu here
1: (laughs) i was just gonna ask what would i order if i was brought to melvin's well
0: are you saying um so you're you're a married couple is that correct Yes, we are. That's beautiful. Bless your union. I'm very happy to hear about that. We actually do. uh, We love to cater for people's anniversaries and things. Uh, We love to make Mm -hmm. it special. And so, uh, yeah, I might start you off with an oyster ragu or a souffle. Uh, (laughs) But... You know, when you first sit down, we take your water, we take your water, get you your you water, we take you your take drink, water? we take your, well, we take the water. If you bring water in, we take oh, it from right. you. No, oh, right. no outside
2: beverages. No and, outside beverages.
0: Yeah. And then we will pour your own water into a glass and bring it back to you. And then we'll take your drink time. orders. And then we might bring out a souffle. And, you know, that's like whether or not we order it, the souffle. Yeah, like a comes. complimentary souffle. Okay, wow. well, like
2: some restaurants give you bread, you know, and at, uh, oh, we don't Melbourne do bread. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just souffle. <laughs>
0: yeah, no bread at all. Uh, in the oh, it's a
2: bread-free establishment. Okay.
0: As far as I know, uh, we just haven't. You know, we, a lot of our bread went bad, and we don't want to make the same mistake that we made last time. So oh, we yeah, making bread. On, well, I mean, we don't make bread. You know, we find it
2: like mm-hmm. on the on the beach when you're combing for. Do you still uh, have this hobby of uh, sifting uh, for for treasures on the beach?
0: Oh, certainly, of course. You know, you got to have your passions. You know, I mean, I love being a restaurateur, but I also uh, really love just t- taking to the beach with a bread detector and <laughs> see- seeing what the seagulls have left behind, you know?
1: You know, that actually answered my next question, which was, are you and your entire family just seagulls?
0: Well, well, now, okay. I knew this was going to come up. I didn't know this was gotcha journalism. I want to get on the record saying that I have never, nor will I ever, have sexual relations with a bird. I want people to know this. There's no birds in my bloodline. I've never mated with one to, to completion. It's a weird rumor that has been coming around, and it's been a blight on the restaurant, to be honest. And so I'm so glad you brought that Wait. up. Uh, no, I am not a seagull. I've never porked any seagulls. You're, um, you're
2: that Melvin Spoons. The Melvin Spoons oh. who famously broke into the San Diego Zoo and mated with several yeah, birds. Yeah, I went to the seagull exhibit at the San Diego Zoo.
1: <laughs> he made
0: well,
2: it. Well, I heard there was a peacock involved. Yeah, heard, uh, various like birds of prey, maybe an endangered
0: one. Yeah, was there an all eagle? of the
1: condors that Johnny Cash didn't kill. Oh, the remaining condors. Yeah, that's
2: right. Now I
0: may I may have gone into a zoo and killed an endangered bird. I will not deny that. I won't with confirm
2: your, it with your, with your, your penis. Were you saying did I fuck a condor
0: to death? <laughs> I th- I'm just telling you what I read. I came here to talk about my restaurant. <laughs> I didn't come here to be to be to be fucking lampooned about men birds I may or may not have fucked to death.
2: Okay. See, now it's may or may not. Before it was an uh, an empirical hard no, and the well, that was was seagulls. That was
0: seagulls. We could talk condors all day, but the seagulls (laughs) is no. (laughs) So you
2: will you will talk to us about the
1: condors. Yes.
0: Yeah, this I'm He's okay weeping. talking
1: about. I'm He's okay talking. A- <laughs> weeping over the seagull accusation. Weeping. i just. With, it's just
2: an appearance of guilt. It. It when when someone uh, has been confronted with the weight of their own actions, <laughs> and you just see the uh, the trauma and the guilt kind of yeah. finally, uh, like the the floodgate is opened.
0: All I will say is that our condor steaks are they're flying off the shelves, and yes, they're on shelves. <laughs> <laughs> they're not they're not like in a freezer
1: and they're still trying to fly
0: <laughs> oh we we don't we don't deep uh, we don't uh, pluck the feathers from any of our poultry and i do consider condors to be poultry uh <laughs> until until right before you eat them so you know some of them got a couple couple wounds there still freshly that- oozing much like a neck hole
1: yeah wound. yeah well I have one last question, and then well, I'm turning it off to Elijah, who's going to... Okay, hit. well, I was oh.
0: going to tell you the rest of your anniversary uh, on oh, Sunday. Oh, yes! I please, please. Sorry, little... I'm well, definitely... I mean, we got a lot of bird accusations in the middle of it, but...
2: And and from what I understand, it's a, a, it sounds like a prefix menu for anniversaries. You just bring us a souffle, so...
0: Yeah, it's, we start we start you off, we take your waters, we bring you a souffle, whether you ask for it or not, no got bread. It. And then, uh, and then, of course, you know, our first, our appetizer after the souffle is uh, edamame, mm. you know, uh, yes. edamame, uh, uh, edamame with uh, a little bit of a little, little bit of crunch to it, if you know what I mean, you know, right by the beach. So. I don't know what you mean. I d-
2: I I don't follow. I'm sorry.
0: Well, you'll find that uh, you know how uh, uh, some some places like other fancy beachside establishments such as Islands Burgers <laughs> Grill, uh, they have that garlic salt on the table that kind of looks like sand.
1: Yeah. We do
0: that, but we take it a step further if you catch my drift.
1: I'm sorry. I think I am catching your drift, and it's making me wonder if there's a gas leak in the house. Um,
0: Well, there's definitely one here at the restaurant.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Melvin, (laughs) do you put little bits of sand in your food?
0: (laughs) I mean, you know, it's kind of one of those secret herbs and spices things. I can't say... Mm. But uh, I will say that you might, if you come early enough before the restaurant opens and you take a look at the beautiful beach behind me here, you might see me out there with a the shovel. I'll say that. I'll say that.
2: Just, just digging for bread, digging for spices. Digging for bread, or,
0: or just sand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so I, I know that you have said you can't uh, reveal this sort of old family recipe uh, you right, know, and I, right. I understand, and I respect that. You know, we still Thank don't you. know what Thank goes you. into KFC yeah. or Coca Cola. I get it, uh, but would say, uh, for example, a health inspector say that you put sand in your food, and has a health inspector uh, by chance said that you put sand in your food. <laughs>
3: Oh,
0: you call them health inspectors? Because I call them narks. That's what I call them. I call them narcs. And uh, yeah, we've had some, we've had some hoity-toity reviewers for restaurant magazines or uh, or or health inspector magazines or whatever they're doing. It's not a we got, um, yeah. we actually got a zero on the Zagat. <laughs> we didn't get a letter rating. We didn't get well, a letter. A
2: we got a zero.
0: Which I like to think of it. I drew a little one on there. It's kind of funny. It's like ten out of ten, you know. Right. Uh, uh, and yeah, like you know, sometimes some of our food has sand in it. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah. This is this is, a, but it's a it's a beach crunch. We call it the beach crunch. Because <laughs> okay. you know how like when you have tacos in Malibu or something, and you're like, oh, I got a little sand in this one because I dropped my taco or whatever, and you eat it anyway. It's that beach crunch, and we try to capture. The, f- the essence, the mouthfeel of being clumsy on a beach.
1: <laughs> Got it. So this makes their Michelin star make sense. Yes. Uh, because a Michelin star is uh, something you award a restaurant when you must visit.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And uh, I've actually, I'm looking at my research here. You're the only restaurant to be awarded negative one Michelin star, which means uh, when you're in town, you have to come here and try to stop it. Uh, yeah
0: yeah we've got we've got a we've got a must uh we've got a, a first ever michelin cease and desist yeah <laughs> urging
2: and- urging all visitors to go and just try to stop you by force if possible or by negotiation yep. yeah
0: the, and you know we have we have some people that try to you know take up arms against us but uh Luckily, we're in California. We are San Diego still, so no, there are some gun nuts here, and uh, we have to, you know, put up blockades and, and get police escorts because technically, what we're doing is not illegal because our menu tells you that there's beach crunch and everything.
2: So, you know, okay, but do, does the menu also explain that a uh, beach crunch is literally just sand from the surrounding? Well, it's beach?
0: not just sand. It's not just sand. Oh.
2: What, what else goes into a. Uh, ah, now you're trying beach. to get me to reveal my recipe.
0: I almost had
3: you, Ah, 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 ah you fucking plus, narc.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's all right. Like, it's okay. We got the Michelin negative one cease and desist, must tear down, must burn. Uh, we got. We yeah, we're, on Jonathan, were on Jonathan Gold's famous don't go list. <laughs> uh,
1: mm, he published it from hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. Actually, yeah, he was the first. He kind of rose out of the hellscape like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And uh, his unfinished business was not to fight a nice guy, but it was to uh, to, to to give us a don't go. Yeah. It was well, us and Arby's, I think.
1: I mean, they have the meats and y'all We have, got some of those, too. Y'all have <laughs> meats. Y'all also got some meat. You have some. <laughs>
0: We got condor steak, which is of course going to be the entree in this anniversary deal. We could do uh, condor steak. We could do mouse chops. We could do. (laughs) We we also just have uh, we have stew. We have stew? Question mark, which is uh, the mystery stew.
2: Uh, And
0: is the mystery? You're talking about soups and stews earlier. You come down to the Love and Melvin full. We got a mystery stew for you. And yeah, there's some beach crunch in it. That's yeah. some beach
2: crunch. I was going to ask. Okay,
0: <laughs> most things here, even outside of most of the water that we give you, yeah, <laughs> everything's got beach crunch in it. But some of the water also. <laughs> it's a little bit of a rotating cast. We have a good time with it, you know. It's like who got the sand water today?
2: Uh, yeah. That's, is there any sort of like prize if you're the uh, lucky customer to get the sand water? Or-
0: yeah, you get to you get a pound of sand. Wow. In a bag. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, really when yeah. you win a goldfish at the state fair? Yeah. It's that. It's a pound of sand in a bag of water. Nice. Yes. It's good.
1: You know, Melvin, you're really a restaurateur that like brings up a lot of mystery, a lot of questions like, how did you get into the business? Right. What is beach crunch? What is in <laughs> the stew?
2: Did you have sexual relations with those condors?
1: Did you have sexual relations with those condors? Why? was a lock of Bene Ramsey's hair found in your glove compartment. Oh, uh, well,
0: it was because I was keeping it for one of our specials, which was John Filet Ramsey's.
1: Do you have <laughs> enough hair for that?
0: No, it was a one, it was a, you know, it's a, it was a, uh, it was like a, a chef's special for a weekend. You know, we had enough hair to do a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, he uh, had to reserve well in advance. It was kind of like going to a that was at our special tasting kitchen. Actually, mm-hmm. it wasn't even at the regular restaurant proper. Uh, it was it was in the in the hut on the beach that's like right over there, just off camera. Oh, uh, that's our tasting kitchen, and mm-hmm. we had some uh, we had some hair that you could eat there.
2: Nice, <laughs> good. How I, did you prepare it?
1: Yeah, the hair how's anywhere, that prepared? Was it served,
0: uh... Uh, we just kind of jammed it into a filet mignon. <laughs> lovingly of course because it is the love in melvin full of course and we made sure that your steak was full of john Penay ramsey's hair (laughs) and you were i'm sorry you were gearing up to something vanessa and i cut you off to talk about a special that we don't even have currently because when did she die like 2010
2: (laughs) i thought in the 90s
1: was she alive Uh, longer (laughs)
0: I, I I don't know. I've lost a lot of time uh, in my in my line of work. I lose time. We like I said, there's a gas leak. <laughs> we have. I lose wide swaths of time, so I couldn't be. I couldn't tell you when she died.
1: That's fair. Well, I feel like you could directly tell us when she died, down to the exact time of day.
0: Right, I want to get out in front of something again, real quick. I want to just go. There's been
1: a lot of stuff talking about how I
0: not only had sex with a bunch of birds until they died, yeah. but also that I'm the one who killed John Binet Ramsey. That's not true?
2: I, Melvin, you, uh, you seem to have a... A, a facial,
0: sort of facial, it's, a facial it's a facial tick. It's a facial tick. It's not me winking to tell mm. you that I killed a woman.
2: Of course.
1: Well, that's good, because the question I was actually gearing up for... Uh, <laughs> What's for Dessert. <laughs>
0: No, please, I'm sorry. I just get excited about the menu.
1: It's what's for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> and the why pros- did you kill Jean Bene Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we actually, uh, uh, we I I didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill any birds. It's all it's all poppycock. It's all horse. It's all horse pup kiss as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for dessert, we have a beautiful uh, bar of chocolate melted on a car radiator. That you that we that we uh, yeah we just we give to you on a car radiator. I don't know if you've ever been to Barton Fink in Los Angeles, where they give you all kinds of silly accoutrement. With your uh, stuff, like a giant fork or like I a I think
1: uh, you mean Barton G's, and you just said...
0: <laughs> Barton Fink. Barton the, uh, no, I'm talking Cone, about a different place. I'm talking about a different place. You go there, you get to l- you smell John Turturro's <laughs> foot.
2: It's it's a different place. Barton Fink is a different restaurant. You know, Melvin, uh, up top you said uh, you, you knew nothing about film. Uh, you've now referenced both Mortal Kombat and uh, Barton Fink. And... Uh,
0: I don't know anything about horror or 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 scary stuff. I know a lot about the Coen Brothers and the Mortal Kombat Extended Universe. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm just trying to, so, but- <laughs> trying to clear up some rumors about you. Because as you may be aware, there are many.
0: <laughs> yeah, I and I didn't think they were going to come up. I thought we were just going to be talking a little bit about uh, the menu here. But yeah. Uh, maybe I killed John A. Ramsey. Maybe I fucked the bird to death. <laughs> but I want to talk about the restaurant Barton Fink in Los Angeles where I stole the idea to put big silly shit on the table with my foods, like a car radiator that we melt a chocolate bar on. I'm
2: sorry. Send me to prison. I... You should go. <laughs> I think that someone will uh, after this episode is released.
0: No, oh, I've got. Well, the thing is that uh, uh, the thing is that uh, I've got uh, dual citizenship and I've got a barge ready to go at any moment's oh, no yeah. notice. So, and it's also a restaurant in its own right. Uh, the Tasting Kitchen, the Shack I mentioned earlier, it's actually yeah. a bit of a tugboat situation where I could uh, I could just uh, you know take off into the international waters at any time, and that's, that's where the real good food is. You know, you get fresh caught salt water you get fresh, fresh, fresh caught uh uh you know whatever i find fresh, out there. fresh
2: caught salt water yeah you're just, you're just drinking salt water in international waters this actually uh melvin i think contextualizes uh some of your behavior for me anyway uh how much salt water would you say you drink uh, well that's so, average well, what do you
0: mean what else do you serve that's what, that's what the water is here. Yeah, sometimes it has sand in it, but it's always salt water.
2: Beach crunch, of course. Yeah.
0: You got to have the beach crunch and the ocean stank.
1: Oh, God. Speaking of ocean stank, oh, it yeah. smells like Melvin Melvin is just hanging off to the side. Oh, yep. There he oh, is. Melvin Melvin. Do you he's, want to- he's motioning the mic towards his mouth. Can, can we please? Uh, I would, what I would do you want
0: to talk to-, to him
2: about? What do you want to talk to him about? Uh, i I just want to hear his thoughts on the uh, on the menu. I don't know how much input he has in the. Uh, in the, in the Avogados, you know, tried the
3: mouse chops. They're to die for, John <laughs> Benet Ramsey. Ha, ha 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 ha! Melvin,
0: get out of here! You're a silly fuck.
2: What, what part of the mouse do you get the chops from?
0: Well, I mean, there's not a lot of. I don't know if you've ever done ch- the, you know, sectioned off a mouse or anything yeah, like I've that. Not, I've but have to butcher,
2: a mouse.
1: No. You
0: never had to. You never had to saw a mouse's head off with a serrated cookie. No, because oh, if you butcher, butcher a, mouse, a
1: mouse, you gotta get me a cookie. That's true.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, if you give a mouse a knife, he's gonna expect you to cut his head off. It's true. <laughs> and if you give a moose a muffin, then you have a perfect after after dessert snack here at. My restaurant, which uh, the love and Melvin Bowl. <laughs> Uh But you want to talk? Uh, you want to ask uh, uh, my brother Melvin? Melvin more? He is currently uh, about to go. As you can see, he's got the snorkel on. He's about to go diving for uh,
2: deep sea crunch. Mm. Deep sea crunch, wonderful. Uh, I notice he's got uh, some some kind of scuba gear, but it doesn't appear to be connected to anything. No, it's it's, just a uh, hose, uh, it's kind of it's a bit of a prank. We do a bit of a
0: prank on him where we don't give him any actual scuba gear and he goes out there and like he gets down and he realizes real quick that it's a prank, but he falls for it every time. He's a simple He's
2: a simple boy. And he just just takes a big uh, breath of, of uh, seawater essentially. Well, he has gills. You could see. He has gills. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that gills whatever. They Is call it? me they call me Gil Spector. Ha <laughs> ha! I did all that shit too. Hi, <laughs> right, Melvin. Melvin, why don't
0: you go get us some Deep Sea Crunch?
2: This is- okay. <laughs> I, I, I know you uh, said you're not uh, familiar with horror films, but uh, your restaurant reminds me very much of the uh, dinner table from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre it does. film. <laughs> Oh,
0: see, I've heard about this film, and I haven't seen it because it scares me mighty fierce. But uh, I, I'm curious, what happens in this in this scene? Maybe I can get some tips for how to uh, how to <laughs> like a themed night because you know Halloween's coming up.
2: Uh, you know, I think that. I think it's best not to give you. Uh, you know, you're a chef. I think just trust your own intuition. Yeah. And the meats that you're currently serving.
1: Let let that inspire you, Melvin. Yeah, we don't, we okay. don't want to give
2: you any ideas for uh, for alternate meats.
1: So I'm so not going to s- Melvin.
0: I'm not going to serve people flesh if that's what you're hinting at.
2: As that is exactly what I was implying. Okay, Melvin I knows.
0: haven't seen the film, but I, I all hair is the only part of a human's body that I've ever served. Except for that one time that we don't have to talk about. Melvin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear about the uh, the coffee that we serve after dessert? And after no. you eat whatever the other thing no, was? I think no, I want to I, I
1: hear about the
2: isolated incident. I, I want to hear more about that other time. All right. Well, if you come to the foyer,
0: you'll notice Mama Melvin. She's in a chair for a reason. Not a lot going on in the feet department. We tried out a recipe. I heard people like pigs' feet. And my mom, to be fair, is a bit of a pig. ho So, we made Mama Melvin crunchy feet. We deep fried them. We put some crunch on them. Beach crunch. Yeah. We put some beach crunch on them. Put some deep sea crunch on them. Put some salt on them some you salt get steak water. on
3: it. but oh oh you know we got the
0: steak and uh, and we we served it but it was only two feet so it was another limited run on the bar to international waters. we saw I, I made I made a foreign diplomat eat my mother's feet.
2: Mm, how much uh, how much did you charge for this uh, this chef's menu sort of tasting experience being something so uh, limited and exclusive you know
3: the feet specifically
2: yeah yeah the feet three
0: fifty dollars plus wine
1: that's um, not bad that's a pretty not good bad, price. Right? i'm sorry nice. melvin i just gotta really quickly i gotta call former host of the podcast uh kevin anderson for just like six seconds um okay. hello kevin hi yeah, yeah uh, what's up? What's up? What's i'm so on? sorry uh but our zoom says our sd card is full
3: oh no that's terrible Luckily, you know,
0: if I left it correctly, it should be recording on my end still too. So this is probably fine.
1: Okay, cool. All right, bye, Kevin.
0: Wait, hold on. I found this gold nugget in a pile of shit. You want? You want to see?
1: It? No, I don't. Bye, Kevin. Right. <clears> okay. <throat>
0: yeah, taking a phone call on the podcast. Oh. Yeah, sorry
1: about that. That's okay. I just, uh, I'm just extremely rude. <laughs> I,
2: and you, of course, uh, Mr. Mr. Spoon. Uh, you hold yourself to a very high standard of yeah. professionalism.
0: Uh, well, like I said, this is my first podcast. I do hold myself to a high standard. Like, you know, I'm not going to just put, serve anybody's feet to a foreign diplomat. Yeah. It's going to be my mother's. Uh, and, and that's kind of how it goes. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> thought that was going to be quieter. Uh, <laughs> There's no white like, male,
2: honey. She's <laughs> an unhinged energy <laughs> from Melvin Spoon. <laughs>
0: Well, well, I mean, to be fair, I did a lot of cocaine before this recording. I mean, that's how we It's restaurant life. What are you gonna do?
1: What are you gonna do? All there is is just fucking and drugs. Fucking and drugs. Yeah, Uh, not with birds. Not Not with birds. birds. Actually, Elijah worked in a restaurant.
0: Did you? Where would you work? Did you work at Barton
2: Fink, (laughs) or did you work at Miller's Crossing? I, uh, I, I worked uh, first at, a, at Barton Fink uh, as a, as a busboy, uh, which was an interesting job because, as you said, they serve uh, their food with all sorts of bizarre uh, accoutrements, and so it's a lot goofy. Of, yeah, and so you know, you'd be bussing uh, like a large uh, plexiglass sombrero, for example, or uh, you know, just an old shoe, yeah. just the sort of things they have there. Barton Fink, uh, a typewriter, of course. Oh, uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cocaine though. Yeah. Oh and yeah, oh out. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, after that, you'll notice uh, that Melvin, Melvin's nose
0: bleeding from both nostrils earlier.
2: Yeah, I assumed that was from the uh, the scuba prank. Uh, I figured he just took a big, big <laughs> well, there was window. another prank.
0: There was another prank where we g- we gave him uh, we gave him we gave him bleach instead of cocaine, so he snorted bleach. <laughs> oh, it's a
2: classic <laughs> fucking prank disaster. Classic Melvin's family prank. Uh yeah, I worked at a, the, uh the the sister location briefly uh Raising Arizona.
0: Uh, raising oh home. yeah, Raising Arizona is all uh it's all high tops and <laughs> it's all high tops and it's specifically Arizona cuisine. Yeah.
1: Arizona yeah. of course, it. very famous for uh Waffle House. Waffle House. Being the Waffle House that's the closest to California.
0: You ever go to, you ever go to the uh the Mexican one called a Serious Flan? <laughs>
2: I've, uh, I've been there. I didn't work there. But uh, it was uh, a little little dry for my taste.
0: But uh, oh yeah, well if you if it was a little dry for your taste, then you probably don't want to come here because a lot of our stuff has just kind of been drying in the sun. So, like we don't really keep things refrigerated very well here. But uh I hate to I hate to uh I think uh, I I meant I heard that you, maybe your Zoom thing is full and I also have to get back to uh the no guests that we have here but I do need to make sure that my brother doesn't drown in the ocean. He's uh, been in there
2: for a while. He I has been and mood. I've been
0: I've been checking the bubbles and I'm not seeing them. They, they so, stopped, they stopped they a while ago. Yeah. I this, might have a dead brother. I don't know. Maybe a new piece of accoutrement in the may, front you. Maybe a
2: new uh, a new tasting menu. Yeah.
0: You know? Hey, all. I, all I'm gonna say is we got some more feet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I uh, I guess I guess if we're uh, I could plug some stuff before I go. Is that is that right? Uh,
1: yeah, you yeah. can you can plug yeah. some stuff, Melvin, uh, and then uh and then go. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, obviously, come on <laughs> down to Melvin's loving Melvin Fall down here in Generic San Diego. Uh, make sure you buy all the stuff we've got. Squirrel tails. We've got everything you could want. Uh, and if you, uh, and if you, if you come up with a sheet over your head and you're like a scary ghost, you get half off cause we like costumes. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye
1: Melvin. Bring, 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 bring. You should yeah. probably get that. You want to get that? Bring, bring. I, I'm worried that my bring, bring.
2: i bring. like, feel weird
1: about answering someone else's phone. I know. Did Kevin say we should answer
2: bring, the Bring, bring. We
1: bought the podcast.
2: We bring, bought the bring.
1: Phone. Go ahead. Just think. Just hang. Okay, okay. No, you answer it. Bling, bling,
0: bling, bling. Bleak and review. hi this is Kevin Anderson. I'm the host of Bleak and Review. I just finished panning through this shit. Are you guys at plugs yet? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We're, we're, on, uh, we're on right okay. on time. We're just about to plug some stuff.
0: Okay, perfect. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my mouth out of this funnel then. <clears throat> hey, how was it? I
2: was. Uh, it was good, man. Did was you Melvin did you, okay? Did you talk to Melvin much before this?
0: I got his press kit. I got his press kit in the, the mail, and it said he was a restaurateur. He specialized in crunch. and That's all I really – I just figured that would be interesting. I don't know. I hope he didn't oh. do anything weird.
1: You should go sometime.
0: Yeah? yeah. You think I'd like it? The,
1: the oh, you the, love the, taste it. The taste is I it like
0: Barton Fink at all?
1: It's exactly like Barton Fink.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I guess while we're here, we might as well get into plugs, right? Uh, is there anything that – I mean, obviously, in the intro, I already uh, talked about you guys' uh, kicking and screaming podcast, which this kind of was a – uh, faux version of but is there anything else uh, specifically
1: you guys want to plug here well normally we don't interview maniacs on kicking and screaming uh, ah, sometimes it's usually one of us uh, yeah. but uh, yeah we're a podcast that uh, takes horror movies and martial arts movies and we combine them to make a super rad double feature because Ooh. I think those things are worth it's a usual situation where someone like likes one but is it familiar with the other but by proxy for the reasons that they love it they should
0: yeah like they love the horror <laughs> film but they've never seen this martial arts film and then like to find out why they're uh nicely paired together is exciting
1: exactly <laughs> and you know they they hit a lot of the same uh uh affections for both like a pulpiness and the practicals and you know it, it hits a lot of the same comfort areas and they're both genres that i think get discredited a lot for uh how much uh goes into making them i would uh, agree
0: especially with the weird discourse surrounding the mortal combat film that just came out uh, a lot of people have strong opinions about it i thought it was great
1: Oh, it's interesting yeah. that you bring
2: that up. Uh, Melvin Spoons was uh, talking about. Oh, that. Is well, he a cinephile. I, well, I think that may have been the only movie that he's seen. Combat, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but he uh, he also liked it. So you're in good company.
0: Oh wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll have to hit this guy up. I'll have, to have him back. Do you think I should have him back on
2: the show at some point? Or
3: I, I think yeah. so. I think uh, he should
1: be your new co-host. I, I think that sounds exhausting.
2: You should have him back, and I think you should uh, do it soon because it seems like he might have some uh, pending legal matters that mm-hmm. might tie him up a little
0: nothing bird related i hope oh (laughs) uh so people go check out kicking and screaming on all the things uh (laughs) podcast wise and you got a patreon also right patreon.com slash kicking and screaming
1: we have a patreon where you can find bonus episodes you can find articles uh we do videos one that we gotta put up tonight um and uh We also have a t-shirt of the month club where every month we make custom art based on a horror martial arts pairing. Uh, We make you a t-shirt and we send it to your house and only you have that t-shirt. They're limited runs only on the month. That's some exclusive (laughs) shit, folks. Get over there. And they're incredible t-shirts. His uh, brother, Joe, does them for us and he's done art for me for like uh, Fangoria pieces that I've done. He's done art for Macaulay Culkin. Like he's
2: yeah very, very good long time illustrator yeah cool guy respect,
1: respect. Bags.
2: you have uh some other stuff to, to plug as well you've got uh some tabletop
1: oh fuck uh, yeah uh <laughs> thank you honey of course. um thank
3: you honey <laughs> thursdays that on twitch what
1: it like <laughs> Thursdays on twitch.tv slash fandom tabletop. If you like tabletop gaming, I'm running my first game, and it's also a horror-themed game. Uh, hey. So uh, in general, if you've been like wanting to find something to do with your friends over Zoom in pandemic times, this is the thing. It's, it's a really easy game to pick up if you've never done tabletop gaming before. And I specifically wanted to do a horror story with it because a lot of people have ideas that they want to execute, and they want to see play out and you could do it this way so
0: yeah we'll go check that out and i'll link that shit in the episode description of course uh anything else any twitter handles things of that nature
1: i'm at Ness Gritton. elijah where can the people find you
2: oh i'm at elijah underscore pizza on twitter uh you can you can also find me uh enjoying a beachside meal at, uh, the Love and Melvin Full in San Diego.
0: You want to go down there because I've been wanting to check it out ever since I saw. Apparently, this Crunch sounds great.
2: Yeah, I. You know, I wasn't sold at first, but some of some of the uh, like chef specials, uh, honestly, they sound really unique. Uh, I think I he's doing some really interesting stuff with food out yeah. there, so I. So really you check catch it out.
0: Elijah at this restaurant in generic Southern California somewhere? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, As for me, of course, folks, uh, you can catch me on all the things at KB Anderson. Yo, you can go over to Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review to hear exclusive podcasts. And you can read some of my insane X-Men reviews I've been writing and also watch video of this podcast because all the video podcasts are over there. And that's a good place to go for five dollars a month. You get all that more. Oh, yeah. Bleak and Review at Patreon.com. So I just had a stroke. What's up? Uh, and uh, Vanessa, thank you so
3: much for being here. Thank you so much for having
1: me.
0: Elijah, so great to have you on the show for the first time. I hope you will return and not be perturbed by the strange guests that we acquire sometimes.
1: No,
2: I I had a great time. I think I've learned a lot about uh, the restaurant business. Uh, Had a really good time. I'd love to come back.
0: We should all open a restaurant. This summer is going to be the best summer ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we we should. should. Let's start a band. You play the theremin and I play the didgeridoo.
0: I'll play the spoons. Ah there it is. <laughs> Until next week everybody it's been bleekot review saying goodbye hey. and good night
3: bye <laughs>